Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast about anything and everything. Kim and her guests will take you behind the scenes, behind the story, or behind the bar. So set back. Make sure your seatbelt is fastened, tray table in its upright position, all carry-ons stored under the seats. But for this adventure, electronic devices must remain on. As we are ready to take off on our next adventure, introducing Kim Schultz and Chemology 411. Welcome to episode six. This episode is going to include what will kids today never know about because we kind of grew up in the 70s and 80s, and why any good business needs a marketing plan. I'm Kim Schultz, and I'm your adventure coordinator for this show. Let's say hi to my co-host, Tyson Harley. So, like, what kind of BS story do you have for us today? Uh, hello, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell I'm a little feisty before I go to vacation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, why not? Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm good for it. So, what kind of BS story? Well, you do, did you, do you I was have at one? the library. Ooh, we have one of the best we libraries. We have a great library. Oh. I don't go to it a lot, but when I do, it might be kind of my normal routine because I'm finding that, like, tonight it worked really well to go do show prep there and be focused on it. So, maybe I'll do it more often, but, mm-hmm. yeah, so library's great. It won, like, what, 2016 Library of the Year or something. Oh, my gosh. A real gem of the community. I know we're not metropolitan in some sense, like, in, in the, you know, kind of classy city, but still, it's, it is a gem of the community. Our, libra- our library blows some other libraries out of the water. And, it, yeah, I'm glad you finished that, because it would have totally <laughs> sounded like the opposite thing. We would have had to have a fight. Our library blows. blows. So, no. anyway... But the thing about having such a great community resource is that you do get a lot of people there. Oh, yeah. And you get a lot of people using uh, free services and, like, really weird people. For instance, I was there. No, are, not, you the, are you the that weird was person? Only, I was only for that joke. That's the only reason I said that. That's why I use the word weird. But anyway, it's funny, right? Because, like, there is a uh, somebody, big library, big open area. I'm on the computer. All of a sudden, I hear... I like women. I like women. I'm like, what is going on right now? It actually ended up being like a high school age, but it's still just kind of... He likes women. Okay. Good. Good Good for you, and thanks was for he, the was message. Was he by himself? And con- I don't know. I think he was like a high school age kid, and he was down oh. in, the, in the area where some other... So I don't know why he said it exactly. All I know is that it was said, and it tickled me slightly. <laughs> And uh, let's see, you also have, uh, you've got the uh, speakerphone conversation girl, of course. Oh, oh. Walking uh... through the library. Well, what did you tell him? Well, I told that MFR, blah, blah, and this isn't a black girl. I'm not even trying no, to say that. No, it's just I mean, yelling on people. I don't and understand. They got a private conversation on the speakerphone walking care. through public places. You know what? Here's the, here's the deal. I think they justify it like this. Well, if she was with me, you could hear her. If she's walking in the library with me. So it's okay that you hear her. Because you yeah, can't see her, but just dropping you know, f bombs, either the person oh. or, or off the coming off the phone, both, and and related to that is just uh, you know outside voice girl doesn't care, <laughs> you know like the little spunky like seventeen year old who thinks it's 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 kind of cool to be to have just be very 
very loud and also be very opinionated. Yeah. Obnoxious, I like to call them. They're just kind of obnoxious. So I'm talking pretty loud right now, and this girl put me to shame, except she's at the library. Right. Which, I mean, it didn't really bother me, but it right. was like, hey, I mean, I literally said out loud, yeah, use your inside voice, why don't you? You know, she was far enough away and moving, she didn't, yeah, didn't hear you, it. But. You didn't get in a fight or anything. No, you, no. I, you were I, safe. Once I fought a bum, but that's oh. a different story entirely. My wow. sister cracks up. Not really. I mean, when I say fuck, I had an altercation. Not a great look when you're not, not a bum yourself. Right. Not, not a great look. <laughs> so anyway, so that's what's going on with me. What's going on? That was pretty no, much. No, the library's great. Love the, it. Yeah, yeah, the library's got a lot of entertainment there because it's kind of located in a lower income area of the of our community. It's accessible. And so that it's great because those people can at least walk there. And so they have, it's interesting. I, I go to meetings there all the time. We've got a great resource. So if you're ever in this area, even as just um, an, uh, an attraction, go to the library. Go they, check all the parts of it. We have like, I think they have four to 500 different things every month going on there. I mean, they do so many classes and everything that you do there is free. I mean, well, we pay taxes for it, but like you don't have to pay. They take word process, word, like word and Excel and they had some um, Star Trek episode, marathon of some type. Yeah, the there's the movies the and movie, uh, uh, book clubs and they bring and in And if singers. you don't know, like our library, if you have a decent sized one, you might have this. You can, yeah. with your membership, you can go do things like Treehouse, which is learning coding. Yeah. Uh, that's that would cost extra. It's the learning tool that is now associated to LinkedIn. LinkedIn, it was name. It's it's got like a the woman's name is the name of the learning tool. Right. Uh, so they've got that, which those are usually at cost at where you you know charge, you'd pay twenty dollars a month or something like that to continue on with that. I can't think of the name of that. They've got Treehouse. They've got all kinds of you know uh, internet media type things that you also get to with your library. So, so I, I, sometimes I think some people, and I know I've done this before, think, okay, I, I'll just go get a cheap movie at the store. It's like you can, you can preview a lot of movies yeah. and then just give them back. I yeah, mean, just at the at the library, just rent them. <laughs> I do use Libby on my cell phone for all my audiobooks. So and it's free. Libby I just have, Overdrive. Yeah. Hoopla. Overdrive turned to Libby on mine, oh, okay. so I think okay. it. I, so it's the same thing, or I don't know, but but you can get multiple libraries, so like you can. It's, it's just awesome. There's another so. thing where you can actually uh, um, look up, uh, read recent magazines. Is that Libby as well? Anyway, uh, there's one where your your library might have that too. I don't think. Anyway, so. good resource, but also good entertainment too while you're there exactly so. okay so that kind of leads us into the our first topic is what kids will never know about let's think about the library because right when you said that i started thinking about it i was like card catalog you know sometimes <laughs> they'll have like one sitting in there in fact uh -huh. they do in, in ours it's not that it probably just only has old cards in it i i, I have not yeah. seen it but 
I, it's along one wall somewhere back over in the stacks. It's probably for the older people that are like, like I said, I don't even think it's current. I think it's almost like we had this and it's a library thing. Let's just keep it it's over. It's kind of like a, it's like an artifact. You would look that up and see author, subject, so, title. Yeah. Like, I mean, we used to, have to take classes in elementary school how to use the card catalog. And now you just log in and type in like a uh, girl loves her dog and it pulls up like 150,000 books about girls loving her dog. When we were thinking of things that kids wouldn't know about or be confused, honestly, we couldn't really think of the things <laughs> right. very easily because we're far enough into the, the, the modern age that some of those more manual things, it's it's been a long time for us. Right. So that's a good media thing if you'd like to put on Chemology yeah. 411's page, what you think. We might put up a specific post and ask. But right, we might ask, let yeah. Us, let us know what things you, like if you saw, if a kid saw an old movie or an old TV show, what do you think they would be surprised by? Or there'd be something that they literally did not yeah. even recognize. Well, um, we, like, and you can, like, if you're listening to this and you see this episode in Chemology 411, comment underneath it, like, once we go through it, because we do have a couple. My my one of my biggest things is the lyrics. Kids have no clue the pain and the agony and the time it took us to figure out the lyrics from a song. So you have your cassette tape, and you play it, and then you write it really fast, and Ooh, then you. You know what the best it. thing was? Like when your favorite music actually had the liner and it had the lyrics on the end like oh! and it was expanded a yes, cassette yes. deal you'd be like the lyrics are here the too. lyrics are here this is this so is awesome great. yeah but but if you didn't buy it you could you could record off of the radio onto a tape and then sometimes it was really weird because uh people would actually put an advertisement in the middle of a song for the radio station, it would be like, song, 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 Q, 108, song, song, song. And you'd be listening going, like, they're trying to brand it. Like, they don't want you to play it at your house party or something. They would try to ruin it because I would tape it, and then it would take me, like, two hours to write down the words. Because you would have to listen, back it up, listen, back it up. And then... Is that one of the songs? You listen, listen, listen back, back it up, it up. Listen, listen, back it up. Back it up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there was that for sure because yep. uh, now you just go Google it. But then we thought, well, that went to another. Because we are. I'm bad at lyrics. I'm bad at lyrics. Yeah, I'm... I'm like, my good. brain shuts off. I have a pretty active in, uh, brain but and a pretty good brain when I bother to engage it fully. But, man, lyrics, I could be saying the most total nonsense. And if that's what I first thought it said, <laughs> that's it. then that's it for the next 15 years. Until so, until I happen to look at a lyric site or something. or you know. And uh, luckily, I don't sing in front of people, so they may not know. And that's another reason. It's not like I'm going around saying, hey, you think this lyric's right? <laughs> I'm going to sing it to you now. <laughs> it's not like that. No, it's when you go do karaoke, and you're up there, and you're like... <laughs> That's not the word. What is this word that? That's not the right words. What is? What is? What's wrong with these people not having the so right? Another words? good thing to mention. What I mean, obviously, misheard lyrics is a thing on the internet, but that doesn't mean you can't tell us some of the ones that really got you for a long time. Yeah, tell I'm us. Sure tell us. I, I, I'm gonna have to think about some of them because there are some. Well, not even lyrics. If you get into music back in the day, I was so naive. I had no clue how 
horribly sexual some of those songs were. I'm just singing and singing. And um, my my um, my friend Kristen, her and I went and had dinner the other night. And she's got a little four-year-old Weston. And she put on Facebook the other day. She goes, so my four-year-old's favorite song is Baby Got Back. And I was like, okay, funny story. So when my daughter was in kindergarten, she came home and she was like, such and such doesn't know really good music. And I was like, what do you mean? And our family, we do sing. We are singing fools. And uh, so I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, I was just singing a song. And she turned around and she goes, I will not have that in my car. And Chelsea's like, what? And I go, well, what song were you singing? <laughs> you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. And I was like, you know what? She's just not cool enough to know the cool songs, Chelsea. Just don't sing around her anymore. <laughs> Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Kiss this guy. Kiss this guy. Okay, Jimmy, you're cool. Whatever. <laughs> right? I mean, there's so... And I would... I, I, I can honestly tell you, until I heard the misheard lyric, what, what, I never he, even thought of what he was saying. Okay, what, what, what was he saying? What are you talking about? Kiss the sky. Oh, kiss <laughs> the sky? I kiss the sky. Oh. Kiss this guy. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> And I literally, I t when I tell you my brain shuts off, I am right? not kidding because <laughs> until someone went, it's funny that some that it sounds like kiss this guy. I had never even thought of what the heck it said. What it was? Kiss the sky. Kiss the sky. That said, it is one of my pet peeves when people don't enunciate when they're singing. Right. And it's very irritating to me in live. I know we're a slight aside, so I'll finish up. In in live music. When they've spent all that time to be songwriters, and then yeah. it's just drowned out because the sound guy doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Some of the songs nowadays are just babble. I mean, there's actually words there, but they're not real words. Like to to kind of rap and rhyme, they just kind of make up a word, and you're like, how am I supposed to learn this when that's not even a word? I I think we should just you know how there's mumble rap. Mm-hmm. And then we all day we'll talk about it, and that was all. <laughs> and then we go into hell, blah blah blah. We should do. We we should do rumble podcast. Rumble, I mean mumble podcast. Rumble podcast. Ooh, we'll have a we'll have a. We'll have a yeah. We built this city on sausage rolls. That's not. I never thought that. Even I'm not that stupid. <laughs> These are really bad. <laughs> we what? put the city on sausage rolls. <laughs> like the legend of the phoenix. Phoenix. Do you know Daft Punk? Uh, I mean, yeah. I know him, but I don't know this song. So apparently, it sounds like like the legend of the penis. <laughs> These ants are my friends. They're blowing in the wind. These ants are blowing. No one thinks that. I got two chickens to paralyze. What? What kind of a freak? That guy, if you're singing that, 
You belong in prison. <laughs> prison. Dude. We don't need no sex vacation. <laughs> Speak for yourself, yourself sir. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where do we sign up for the sex vacation? I got my first. <laughs> I got my first real sex dream. Oh, at the five. Whatever. <laughs> Which would make more sense because it's the summer of what? Sixty-nine. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're off track. Okay. <laughs> Come on okay. back. Sorry. All right. So provide some examples. <laughs> Yeah, oh so, boy, where so. where did our rundown go? <laughs> Jeez, and, that, and that flurry accidentally tore it up. I'm kidding. All right, so another one um, that people like like back in the day, you know, airlines were really more of a um, which just starts out my show. They were fancy, so you dressed up. And you wore a dress and you were all pretty. I'm going to wear some sweats tomorrow when I leave and I'm going to have a t-shirt on because I don't want to go through. They didn't go through metal detectors. So I don't want to put any metal on. I don't need to be stopped and frisked at the airport because they're not sometimes that cute. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I might change. I should bring a change of clothes with a bunch of metal on it and be see the cute guy be like, I need to go change my outfit. Before tuxedo, now it's like straight guys in pajama bottoms and Crocs. Exactly. It's like, can you imagine if 1957 passenger saw right. today? That and they got like a meal and they served drinks, but you were talking like five or six hundred dollars just to fly you know, to one place, and now it's like $189 round trip. They throw some peanuts at you, and you get a pop. Well, on the other hand, some of it should be cheaper because the seats are smaller, and you don't get the food, to your point, and all yeah. that. Yeah, well, I guess they don't throw peanuts anymore because there might be someone allergic on the plane right. to peanuts, and so we now get pretzels, or we get these little crackers, which are much better than the pretzels. But <laughs> anyway, so, all right, so that is... That's kind of... Um, yeah, we're trying to think of gadgets, thing. too, that would confuse yeah. people. So well, just let us know. I'm just not thinking of gadgets off the top of my head, well, that type of thing. Pay phones. Pay phones, people, the kids will know that it's a phone, but like... What? what? Most kids would be like, I have my own phone. I don't need a, I don't need a pay phone. And VCRs, you know, like my daughter had VCR tapes, but if she were to have a child... They would probably be like, Mom, what is this box thing with this thing? She'd be like, oh, my gosh, I had all those when I was a little kid. So that kind of that kind of moves out of the era. Um, when we did it, the VCRs were like 90 pounds, and now they're just little. And then we had these discs. And the now VCR we have, players, yeah. Right. And so you've got Blu-ray. You've got, you've got those televisions. Like, remember the big televisions? Like, I've got a 50-inch yeah, TV that used to be like... 900 pound tv so the other thing is that the definition of futile is when people who need to have garage sales <laughs> think they're going to get the money they need by selling the old vhs tape exactly. like uh, i got a nickel you want a nickel for the whole collection because i don't need no vhs that tapes i gave i had three <clears throat> trash bags full i'm talking lawn bags full of videos from when the kids were little 
And um, I gave them to my friend Deanne because she had a VCR and she's like, I don't have a DVD player. And she was like, I'll take them. I said, okay, well, you can take them and you can sell them and do whatever you want with them later. And it probably had like a billion dollars worth of Disney. I think I kept the Disney ones. I actually think I kept those because I know that those will be worth money someday. But I gave it the rest of them. I was like, I can't do it. This, this is, <laughs> I didn't have any room for them. So, um, but yeah, so those are, those are different things. And even the cell phones are going to be different because they're going to be like a flip phone, a bag phone. You know, like now we have smartphones that have you know, internets and I, I all that stuff. I can't decide because remember phones have gone smaller and then they're like, this is too small. So they gave us our me- mega phones. And now they're trying to make them thin and they're trying to take away just, can I just, seriously, it's a physical object in my hand. Can I just plug a headphone into it? Right. Do I have to really transmit from my waist to my ear? Is that really that you can't even give me another option? No, no more options. I'm sorry. There's no other way. We've got to have a transmitter and receiver from your waist to your ear. So no wire then? You know that thing that we use, that wire? No, can't no. do it. Yeah. So it's like how much thinner can they be and be practical and will that come back? Or is it, it so yeah. monopolized or not? Because now the Samsungs don't do it either. I don't think the newer Samsungs have headphone jacks. Oh, that sucks because I that's all I ever use. So that well I got Bluetooth. But you know, when the iPod first came out, um, it had no on and off switch. Cause I read the I read his book. Who am I thinking of? Yeah, Doc Jobs. Steve, see, yeah, Steve Jobs. So he had two books, and I listened to him on my Libby from the library. And when he brought it out, he's like, nope, I don't want an on-off switch on it. I just want it to just, it'll just turn off. I'm thinking, how does that even work? Like, do you, I, I, I never could figure out how the first iPod turned itself off. iPod or iPhone? The iPod. Oh. Just an iPod. The first I one didn't have an on-off iPod. switch. Mine does, so. Um, other thing, too, real quick, you said... I actually had two like this. One is remembering phone numbers. Uh huh. Oh. We actually used to. Yes. For reals. And the other thing is, speaking of um, phone numbers, and we would, you kind of remember it by the pattern, but not if you had the dial phone. Because no. you could remember by pattern. Then you Mm-mm. just know the number anyway, though. Right. But, I mean, you could remember that way, but I always, when it was the nine, the 10 key, yep. you could remember the pattern of your friends that kind of helped, your friend's number that kind of helped you. But, there were, uh, what was I going to say about this? Oh, of course, the perfect example is the videos of kids in school being given a dial phone and just right. watch the hilarity. And Try, yeah, they're just like, make a call. And the kids are like, what? Like, like they were like, I don't understand. And, 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 and kids don't know that you have to put a one in front of a long distance number because, I mean, kids don't really call long distance that much. And so, yeah, so, that, but... Those are those um, phone numbers. It's ridiculous because if something happens to me, I'm like, I know my mom's phone number, my brother's phone number, my daughter's phone number. That's it. Like, I don't know anybody's number because it, it, it's in my phone. I mean, it's also in, I have it in a like a spreadsheet because my Google goes into it, my database so I could get, I could find it if I needed to. But like if I'm stranded somewhere and my phone <laughs> dies, I'm pretty much screwed to, to even yeah, know a phone I can, number. I can imagine some uh, skit or something where someone dials 911 just because they want to call their right. family. Well, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. But you used to be able to call 411 and say, I need the phone number for Tyson Harley. And they would say, is that the one located on 32nd Street? Or is that the one located? And be like, yes, 32nd Street. Hold on, please. And then they would give you the phone number. Well, there is no directory for cell phones 
that's not even available, so you can't find it. So isn't that ironic? Because the privacy went up with cell phones, and there's nowhere nowhere near as many people listed. But then okay. the privacy with everything else about cell smartphones yeah. went just dropped out of. I was gonna say, they, they spy on you all day long, but freaking don't give somebody <laughs> your phone number. <laughs> Our priorities are funny that way, aren't they? All right, guys. Well, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Well, it's that time of the year when we are overbooked and not enough time in the day to get all the fun things done. Holiday season is here, and do I have a great way to help you connect with family, friends, and even clients? Greeting cards used to be huge before technology came in and made so many things very impersonable. Then my friend Cody Bateman came up with a great product that would bring sexy back. Oh, wait, that was Justin Timberlake. Cody brought back greeting cards with a twist. Using an app from your phone, tablet, laptop, or computer, you can make a personalized greeting card for less than $5, including the printing, the stuffing the envelope, and postage. You just download our app on your phone, set up an account, and start changing the world one card at a time. Now that alone is awesome, but it doesn't stop there. You can also send gifts, like brownies, jewelry, toys, and much more, just with one click. My team would love to show you how to use the app and get you started today. This is also a great business tool to help build relationships so everyone needs this app on their phone. The app is free, and you only have to pay for the cards and gifts you send. We do have monthly packages that bring the total of your heartfelt cards down to around $1.50. So, what are you waiting for? Click the link in the description of this podcast and get started today. You can also email us and we will set up a meeting to show you how easy it is to send personalized greeting cards. You can also send us your mailing address in our Facebook page, Selfie Cards Matter. We will send you a card. Let us help you make this holiday season the best one yet. Welcome back. Now remember, you're going to want to pay attention to our sponsors, especially after the next part. Let's see here. Where are we at? What are we going to talk about? I was thinking you might want to mention some of this stuff. But if not, we can go on to the regular. Oh, let's see. Let me see what we got here. Oh, yes. I forgot those the television shows. So I think... Um, Continuing before, we were going to talk about uh, television shows. Kids have absolutely no clue how it is to have anticipation and to wait for anything, except when the season's over and they have to literally wait for the next season to start. But now everything is on demand. So, yeah, that was one more thing we we're going to talk about is kind of like that instant thing. So, you know, you you have a lyric you look it up on your phone. You're sitting at a party and you're like, who's that actress that played in that one movie with the bombs and then the dogs came across the street and people are like, oh man, I don't know. You can be Meg like, Ryan? No. No, no, not that's Meg not Meg Ryan. Oh, what is it? Jane Fonda? Susan no, Saran? it's not. not Jane. At all. No, no, it's not. So if you sit around like, and then your brain's just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And so then you're like, concentrate on something else. Let's have more fun. And at three o'clock in the morning, you're like, Oh my gosh, it was Susan Sarandon. And so you're like writing it down so you can remember to tell somebody. But now you're like, okay, Google and talk. Oh, my phone didn't turn on. I am like, um, and sometimes we act like we're 
you know, pioneers because we didn't use Google for a day or something, right? <laughs> but my phone turned on. <laughs> and my phone didn't turn on. But to your point then, you don't have those moments. Another thing that has gone way down as a result, although it's still cool, is what they used to have. The origin of this is bar arguments, or really kind of bar bets. The right. Guinness Book of World Records. Well, that used to be like the source. Somebody had a right. Guinness book. Let me go look. Yeah. And now it's just like you just quickly look it up on right. the you're internet like, see who, if you're right or not. You're like, who's had the hiccups for the longest time? <clears throat> and you just ask your Alexa and... Carl Lewis... Carl Lewis didn't have seven of the top ten long jumps ever. And you look yes, at it. He yes, did. he did. You want to bet? I was actually Boom. at a, uh, my friend's house, and his dad, they're they're very, very Carl smart Carl Lewis's people. dad? No. Oh. And, and I made a comment, and I said, um, so when I mean a lot, I exaggerated that. So I'll be like, it's like a million something, whatever. And I made a comment, and... We're sitting there talking, and the next thing I know, he's like, um, it's actually 23,427. And I was like, what? I totally forgot. He looked it up to verify my numbers, and I was like, I wasn't, like, I don't, I'm not freaking Rain Man here. I don't remember all the numbers. I was just telling you it's a large number. Nope. He had to look it up. He had to prove me well, wrong by The other thing about it, too, as we, we said, is that... I, I'll bet you that the, the education is different as a result, and I'm sure it is because it's more know how to look up to find information. When I had the Guinness Book when I was a, a young little smart nerdy kid, I knew that Wait, Robert Rod. You're still. <laughs> you're, you, when you were, aren't you still a little nerdy kid? <laughs> I just had to give you that because you're smiling. <laughs> you're smiling so good. You're like, all right, you got me. Let me give it time. So right, go ahead. When I was a smaller, younger, little nerdy kid, I knew that Robert Wadlow was eight foot eleven point one inches, and that Robert O. Hughes was one thousand sixty nine pounds. It's like, do kids even memorize that stuff anymore? Part of it is the early stuff that they learn. You, you, right. It's more likely to stay in your head. But I don't know. You know, before you've learned so many factoids or heard so many factoids, the very first ones that really make an impression, I know right. that's part of it. But now it's like, I just don't know if kids, you know, memorize would, stuff just right. almost out of... Before, if you want to know something, you better memorize it. If right. you wanted to have it at the tip of your... Unless it's in the cyclo, in, in Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. It's another thing. What's this? Why What's do you have so many books? I was going to say, the encyclopedia would probably be something that they'd be like, what is this series of books? So I mean, what, what did you do when like a year had passed and things had changed? Or in their parlance or, or reality, two months had passed and the world right? had changed. Exactly. No, no, see what would happen. <laughs> what, what, what you would, would get an annual update. update. <laughs> that would get a go at the end. So after 10 years, you'd have 10 extra, extra books. books. And then you'd have to buy a whole new series. Why so would you do that? Oh, let me tell you more. The <laughs> yeah. good sets cost $1,000 and people would sell them door to door. Door to door. What? You, <laughs> you like you answered your door? <laughs> <laughs> people, you bought stuff from people? Yeah. You didn't know? <laughs> yeah. That's another one. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Or, or and, and another one is, is like all of our cars are made totally different. So... You know, like before they were those metal, like all metal cars and no seatbelts. We didn't have seatbelts in the car. 
they were big boats. They weren't constructed this, the, as for safety like they are nowadays. Um, and now they're like fiberglass and they're designed to just destroy the car but protect the people in it. Like mm -hmm. the cages around it, but instead of um, like the front end of your car is meant to just to be crumple smashed, zone, to crumple. Yeah. And then the back of your car is supposed to be built to withstand someone smashing into you to protect you from that. And so, you know, they're never going to understand. They're never going to understand like how cars work. Because now when a car bumper happens, they're rubber. There was no rubber bumper. Rubber baby bugger. Rubber baby bug. Oh, wait, what is that? Rubber baby buggy bumpers. <laughs> Sorry. I I'm uh, rubbing my chin because I don't get the reference. But I'm that sure was a rhyme. Of... You know, rubber baby. You have to say that, say that three times fast. Oh. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby bunker bumpers. <laughs> bunker busters? What did you say? <laughs> Or what about all the people that hitchhiked? <laughs> yeah. The other day I saw a That's meme. That's been scary for a long time, actually. I saw a meme but. that said, in the 80s, we were told not to get into cars with strangers. In the 90s, we were told not to pick up meat people on the internet and now we call uber on the internet and get in cars with strangers <laughs> good point that's kind of cool <laughs> all right so let's move on to marketing marketing i love this because this is this is what i do and no i don't I do not, I mean, I can if I wanted to, but I'm not a marketing person that goes in and develops a marketing plan for you. What I do is I go around, I speak, and I talk to different businesses or groups of people about the importance of marketing. And then my marketing team actually goes in and does all of it for me when people realize that they're not doing it right. And so this is kind of one of my specialties in Social Butterflies from Kansas. That's why we opened, we started the Social Butterflies because we wanted to show people how famous we were on the internet and to go in and talk to people about becoming famous on the internet as one part of a marketing plan. Well, you know, quickly remember you said a lot of people have the, the dream of a small business and in a couple episodes few episodes back we talked about but that doesn't mean they understand their taxes no you know and so by the same token they have a dream for their business and it's what they like to do but that added task of really understanding and understanding the importance of marketing marketing is might not be anything there they know how to how to cook or how to uh, bake cupcakes or whatever. Right. They may not have a clue about marketing, but then right. they get a loan and there they go. That, yeah, and and normally they're they're just doing it wrong. I mean, like <laughs> when they, first of all, the first thing that everybody cuts is their marketing budget. They're just like, well, we don't have a marketing budget. Oh, what? I don't understand that. Especially early, it's so important. <laughs> You've got to grow first, right? Right. Yeah. So maybe like you how, need to be more creative, more gorilla. Going to figure it out. So if you're a business owner, you need to be able to pay attention to how you're probably doing it wrong, and why you need to change if you're a consumer. And so we're going to talk about consumers as well because they're they're at fault for making it even harder for a business to survive. 
because of their what we talked earlier about how we kind of want things instantly and we you know um with the change kids won't even know what commercials are because netflix is no commercials if if a kid is raised on netflix they're not going to get to see commercials they're on their facebook or their instagram or whatever and the commercials are coming through they're ignoring that i mean we're programming ourselves to just not even see things and so this is making it even tougher for businesses so as a consumer if we really want our our businesses to survive then as a consumer we need to be more responsible and take a little bit more time and we need to do better so Anyway, uh, so last year, well, about two years ago, what I decided to do is to go around and talk to bunches of people about BAM. And BAM stands for Branding, Advertising, and Marketing. And so BAM, if you want people to come into your business, you need to BAM. Branding, yes, very important. And Nowadays, branding, advertising, and marketing is nothing like it was in the 70s and 80s. So that's kind of why we talked about the 70s and 80s is to kind of bring this into um, it's not the same. Back then, you did a commercial on television or radio. That was the only way people were watching it. They all watched the news at night because shows the, the 5 o'clock news came on local. The 6 o'clock news came on national then the 10 o'clock news came on local and during that news and your shows that you weren't gonna miss because you can't watch it again you're watching the commercials and the other thing is that yeah for the most part you could always say well yeah but you could leave during the commercials yeah Yeah, but they played right so maybe you went to the restroom real quick or maybe you went to the kitchen but you didn't do that during every commercial right and they're subliminally they're you're in the kitchen you're still hearing the song or two all beef patty special sauce lettuce cheese pickles onions on a sesame seed bun this could be the singing we should have a musical we'll do a musical edition We'll do everything in right song. Right after our mumble, <laughs> our mumble, mumble rap or mumble. When, when you cast. got when you've got two creative people, we can freaking do whatever we want. We can we can have a lot of fun with this. But anyway, get back on track. Today we're going to talk about marketing. <laughs> you think about when you go shopping. <laughs> oh, we're gonna wrap I'm it. Excited. I'm excited because one of my specialties. <laughs> I go to McDonald's, has a mac and cheese. <laughs> Big Mac. Big Mac with cheese. A Big Mac with cheese. (laughs) So anyway, uh, most businesses are doing um, this and they don't even know they're doing it. The other day on Facebook, I said, how long would a new business that requires constant traffic stay open without a marketing budget? And a lot of the people were like, not very long. But I was really amazed at some of the answers when they were like, word of mouth is the best kind of marketing and you don't need to have a marketing budget and nobody wants to do marketing. And we've been open for 13 years and we don't market. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, you do. Well, you know, there's there's survival and there's whether or not you could have gone to the next level or even if you didn't go next level because some businesses are happy, business owners are happy to know, geez, you know what, as long as I make an okay living and everything's being paid for and this is, I'm doing what I like, that's great. But it doesn't mean they may not have, you know, gotten 30% more money. Right. You know, so sometimes people mistake survival for, you know, striving for, uh, what's the word? Not, not survival, but instead you're doing really well. 
Well, I always say you strive to th- you th- you thrive. You thrive. Yeah. yeah. So you want instead of just to survive, you want to thrive, and so when someone tells me, and I've asked this question multiple times, that. Word of mouth is the best way, and that is so wrong. It is not right. That is not right because when something bad happens at your business, more people will hear about that word of mouth than if they had a good experience. So I find that I find nothing. Listen, if you go there for information, I get it. It's perfectly valid. But personally, I find the restaurant reviews cringeworthy because it's like, man... I get it. It's information, but I'm like, gosh, what if it's so many servers? It's one of their first jobs, and a lot of times, even the managers might be young, and it's like they gotta administer a whole restaurant, and they may not even know how to really do their checkbook yet, or right. any number of examples. I'm not trying to condescend, but that type of thing, I'm just not to your point of bad word of mouth. Right. But you know, but you're going to hear about it more. If you go in and and go on Facebook, you're going to see good and bad. But how many people have actually sent the restaurant an email or contacted them and said, my experience was so good? Or call the manager over and just say, you know what? Tonight was the most awesome night ever. We don't because, as we say, we expect our night to be awesome. And so that we shouldn't reward someone for doing their job. But yet we're going to destroy them because they were having a bad day. Now, you shouldn't bring your bad day into your job. But you know what? If you go home after your first job that you work eight hours at, you've had a bad day at work, you go home and your husband says, I'm leaving you and you now have to go to work and wait tables. First of all, I'm not even married. Second of all, you got that wrong. <laughs> a lot of people think that. <laughs> what? Husband, never. Oh. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You so have that had bad, a bad day. day. You had a bad day. Your husband leaves you and now you have to go serve people, people food. And you could call in sick and then leave the whole staff short or you can come in. And so you don't ever know what's going on in anybody's life. It shouldn't be bad, but word of mouth is not the way that a brand new business is going to survive. Not only that, but to your point earlier, you uh, said that, you know, even though people think, well, we're doing fine. And then when you find out about some article about some business closing, the comment on that was... Why do so many small businesses close? And then in the comment section, people are like, I didn't even know you were there. Right. Well, I think this is a good place for us to stop. We're going to go ahead and move the rest of the marketing to Excursion. Episode 6, Excursion number 1. So if you want to hear more about all the cool things that businesses need to know about marketing, and even the consumers, please tune in to... Episode 6, Excursion 1, and we'll continue the conversation. Thank you so much for giving us your time. We appreciate our listeners and excited that our show is growing so fast. Make sure to comment in our Facebook group, Chemology 411, and if you haven't joined yet, uh, you should. Thank you, Tyson, for helping make Chemology 411 so awesome. Next episode, we're going to talk about holidays. Holiday. Holiday. Celebrate. In the meantime, I'm going to have a Whopper. 
Oh yeah, that's right. He brought a snack. This is his second whopper. So I don't know what he calls that's what, what his meal. About. What his meal would. All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Please keep going on those adventures. Please make sure to keep your adventures going full strong. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.